Hey, welcome back to episode 56 of Most Important Meal, live from quarantine. Wow. It's not actually live. We're pre-recording this and then releasing I, it. Yeah, that's that's a misnomer. Yeah, but when you uh, when you say live from this place, it sounds more legitimate, especially when you talk like this. But usually when people say live from like New York, it's Saturday Night Live, it's because they're actually live. Yeah, but we want to be legit, like the people who... Are we streaming live. this? We're not streaming this. Wait, why are we streaming? <laughs> We're Brian, not streaming. Brian, I'm so confused. I'm scared. What'd you have for breakfast? Um, what is a breakfast? So breakfast is the first meal of the day. Some may say it's the most important meal of the day, like we do on this podcast. Oh, what, what did you have for breakfast? I had pasta. What'd you have for breakfast? So okay, so here's the thing. I have been laid off thanks to the COVID nineteen thing. Uh, So if you want your podcast sounding as good and dulcet as these sounds you're hearing right now, uh, email me at bwhamilton93 at gmail dot com. But that means that my schedule has been completely thrown off, and my first meal of the day is usually around noon or one. Uh, It's not because I'm like sleeping that late. It's because I just don't get hungry until then anymore yeah it's uh totally infuriating for me your girlfriend allison trude hello it's me (laughs) um so i've been working remotely and usually so you know i'm working like a regular nine to five work day so i've been waking up earlier than you for the first time in our entire relationship which is totally wild (laughs) although i will say that so uh, for those that don't know the way that our apartment is kind of like laid out we live in a like a three-story townhouse Um, and Brian and I have the whole top floor to ourselves, which consists of two rooms, one room that is very small, that is like the room in which we sleep and like store our clothing. And then the other room in which we do everything else. So like, it's an office, it's a guest room. It's like, there's like a little snack area. There's like a little gaming setup. The Happy Home Academy has given us, uh, a A rank because (laughs) of our layout on our top floor of our house. Right. Last night. Uh, just to just to say that I, I haven't had the healthiest uh, sleep hygiene <laughs> is that uh, last night Brian wanted to go to bed and I wanted to play. So I was annoying him <laughs> by like just thrashing in the bed and listening to YouTube videos at full volume. And saying um, constantly, play with me. But not in a sexy way. In a, in just, a Griffin McElroy way. <laughs> yeah, in a like play with me in this space. And Brian was like, I would just like to go to bed. And I was like, tell me about uh, life. So no. <laughs> in order to spare him, I went into the office to like lay down and just play Animal Crossing for hours. And I fell asleep doing that. What time did you fall asleep? Because when I woke up this morning and you weren't in bed at like 530, I was so confused. Brian, who's to say? Who's to say when, when I fell asleep? asleep? I literally, I couldn't tell you when I fell asleep. Was there, <laughs> did it roll over to a new day in Animal Crossing yet? Uh, no. Okay. It had not. I mean, also you woke up at 5.30 and I wasn't there. So, I mean, yeah, I just, I hadn't just fallen asleep. Okay. So, TLDR, I fell asleep in the office. I woke up in like not my bed and Brian, <laughs> I woke up to Brian being like, Truge, and like climbing into bed with me <laughs> in not our bed. Just just to put out there, even though I've been waking up early, it's not that I haven't, it's not that I've been a, a real adult. I've just, I've... <sighs> Life circumstances have allowed me to sleep later than I usually do. Right. So for breakfast, what I had, which we'll get into the specifics of later, <laughs> but I had... 
two, not one, but two of <laughs> our homemade bagels. Homemade bagels. Sorry, um, I'm an action movie trailer, I guess, right now. I Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> this summer, Truge and Brian will try their hand at making homemade bagels. Have you missed doing our podcast? A and lot. so now you're doing the most. <laughs> I hope that everyone is is uh, really happy about this. So I had some homemade bagels, and I toasted one of them, and I didn't toast the other one because I wanted to try for science. Um, and the toasted one was better, but the non-toasted one was still pretty good. And by toasted, I mean I basically put it in the toaster long enough to basically heat it up. I didn't actually toast it. But yeah, and I had that with cream cheese. I think one of the things that has made me feel the most normal in these quarantine times is uh, having a bagel with cream cheese in the morning, which is really weird because that was not a go-to breakfast of mine <laughs> before quarantine. But there's something about it. I feel like just a nice bagel with some cream cheese that just makes me feel like I'm a whole person. Like maybe I went out to like a cafe to get it instead of being in my house for, like literally since March 16th, which mm. I actually, no, I have not left this house since March 14th. Wow. Not even once. So... That's been fun. Also, I have been making drip coffee because even though I know how to make fancy like uh, AeroPress coffee or Chemex coffee, I just like can't be bothered these days, especially because there's something about drip coffee that feels very comforting to me because like it reminds me of diner coffee or like being at home with my parents and making coffee every morning. I've loved the comfort. I've started putting this is just like an a really long way of saying what I had for breakfast <laughs> but I've also been buying usually I'll have my coffee like with just a splash of like oat milk in it mm -hmm. but oat milk has been kind of hard to come by it was sold out all of the time even before quarantine and now it's like really hard to come by yeah um so instead of getting oat milk I've been buying lactate because lactate milk first of all I like lactate milk and second of all Instead of coming in uh, like a 64 ounce carton, it comes in a 96 ounce carton. So it just lasts me longer. And it is like literally a better deal. Like getting the 96 ounce is the same price as it would be to buy the 64 ounce of the oat milk. Right. Anyway, no one needs to know all of this. But I used to put oat milk in my coffee and I was a good little millennial hipster. <laughs> but I have been, as of late, putting French vanilla coffee mate in my drip coffee and it really just feels like it's 2009 again, and I'm getting ready to go to the marching band field at 6 a.m. Wow. It's amazing how that kind of coffee can really bring you back. Yeah. I So I, like, had times in my life where, like, one drink was, like, what I would do because I've always taken a beverage to school with me early in the morning. And so... From freshman year to, like, sophomore, junior year, it was always drip coffee that my mom would make in the morning with, like, hazelnut coffee mate. Usually hazelnut, because that was my favorite. Or it would be French vanilla coffee mate. But then my senior year, when I was doing, my junior and senior year, when I was doing jazz band in the morning, so I was coming early to school every single morning, I would usually do, like, a different tea every single day because I would, like, deeply wanted to be Ramona Flowers. So <laughs> I like Did you make some of those teas up? 
Well, here's the thing. I literally bought Constant Comment tea because she mentions it in that movie. Constant Comment is really good. And actually, now I'm making a mental note that I want to try it again. If I remember correctly, it was just kind of like a black spiced tea. Uh, A few weeks ago, we watched Scott Pilgrim, 500 Days of Summer, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Highly recommend as like a triple feature. The late 20... Thousand no twenty then the late two thousands nostalgia was real that weekend yeah <laughs> um so that's been mostly what I've been doing for coffee I've also um in our in our office which so okay actually we're like kind of rolling into like this is a breakfast update episode boop, 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 boop. so at the beginning of quarantine when it was new and exciting which is like kind of I don't know it that's that's dumb of me to admit but like when all of this was happening and kicking off it was kind of like oh this is like really uneasy and it's a really scary time but also like this is so new and I don't mean exciting like happy exciting I just mean like blood course and excitement (laughs) so when that was all happening my routine was I would like wake up in the morning and I would like go down three flights of stairs to our living room and I would kind of have like a work setup down there but I quickly realized that my like want to hang with my roommates made it so that like I was just too distracted to do work. And so I've decided that like, it's the more responsible thing for me to like stay up on the third story and like actually work at my office. And so to make that easier for me, I kind of like made this little kitchenette area in our office. That's got, um, I'm looking at it right now because it's right next to our recording studio. There's a little fridge that is essentially just a cooler. It does not refrigerate very well, but it's from my college days and it's teal and it looks like kind of vintage and it's covered in dinosaur stickers. And I have a little shelving unit that has a little tea kettle, um, like an electric tea kettle and a bunch of teas and like Nespresso pods. We have our Nespresso machine up here. This just to say that there's been many a Nespresso made in this room. It's been nice to wake up in the morning and roll out of bed and have espresso first thing in the morning without having to do, like you said, the more complicated fancy coffees that I like to drink. But it's also wild because how many Nespresso pods did you buy when we bought them a month ago? Uh, 50, I think. They're almost gone. Yep. Like we have to really buy new ones because I've been having two or three or four Espressos a day. And so this whole quarantine for me has been like, you would think more coffee, more productivity. No, 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 no. More coffee, more anxiety. Just a total anxiety-fueled haze. Yeah, it's it's wild. Uh, I, like Truge, would work downstairs. I like Truge, too. I like Truge. I, comma, like Truge, comma, would work downstairs back when I (laughs) had a job. And I liked working there because I had a TV where I could put on, like, the YouTube videos that, while I was at work, I would have in the corner of my screen to keep me focused, like, I don't know, a video podcast or, like, cooking videos I've seen a whole bunch or... uh... I used to use YouTube as timers. Like, I'd put on a 30-minute video and I'd be like, okay, this is going to play in the background and when this video is done, that is when I'm finishing this task. Oh, nice. That's brilliant. Uh, But I had a TV downstairs that I could keep videos on instead of having them in a little corner on my monitor and a chair where I could sit and it was really ergonomic for me to have my wrists where I needed them to do the work Uh, and since I've been laid off and editing more podcasts to try to bring in that dough uh, I've moved back upstairs Truge has so kindly loaned me her monitor to use at my desk with a laptop 
uh, to edit podcasts. And it's been really, really nice to have the Nespresso. Again, literally right behind us as we record this because uh, we record this podcast at the same desk where I edit. I'm sorry if anyone listening to this like isn't in the space to hear this. I'm just like a bright side of the of the coin flip. <laughs> That's not the right. I, I'm a bright side kind of person. And so even like as everything's crumbling around us, I'm definitely going to be like, but on the bright side, was it ever good to begin with? No. But on the bright side of all of this, I have really, truly enjoyed like spending all day with Brian. That's been like really, really wonderful, especially like when we would kind of like sit in the living room together and just do work. It's just like, oh, my favorite person is my coworker. That's the best thing in the world. Oh, and you still are my coworker. And now my personal assistant. (laughs) Yeah, I'm cooking most of our meals now because I have lots of time. (laughs) And to be fair, Brian really cooked most of our meals to begin with. It was just that like I would be at work for two meals of my day. So he so he didn't make me those meals nope (laughs) now i'm just making all the other ones yeah i mean i feel like our labor is really split in that like you cook and i clean mostly Mm, yeah that's kind of the way that we do things we made bagels last night they turned out okay-ish here's the thing the bagels bagels are hard they're really hard but because i've been on a bagel kick we've been getting our groceries delivered to us for a long time, actually, like way before quarantine, because it just works better in our lives. It is cheaper to pay for the delivery fees for us than to pay for a lift back from the grocery store. Yes, because we don't have a car. So it was just easier for us. And also, we would order our groceries, especially because it was easier to make better choices than going to the grocery store. Like, I was able to comparison shop before someone would shop our groceries for us. We'd always tip really well. And it was cheaper for us in the long run to like tip a driver to like come bring it to us and pay the delivery fee than it was to take a lift like back from the Mm -hmm. grocery store, which we would have inevitably had to do. Basically, we've been trying to use Instacart, especially now because it, it like, I feel like less people in the grocery stores if like there are people there like packaging orders and stuff like that. But recently we've been like, we just haven't been able to use Instacart because you would like go to check out of an order and it would be like, there are no delivery windows available, which is like, ah, really spooky. Mm -hmm. Um, and also like Brian has been going to the grocery store, you know, to pick up stuff for us, but we've been doing like more frequent trips, smaller trips and less time spent in the grocery store overall. Yeah. But like, like everyone, we've been trying to really limit when we go out and wearing masks and washing hands yeah all that good stuff so just just to say that we've been thinking that if we could make our own bagels it would like limit the amount of things that we're going to the grocery store to get you mentioned that we've been on a bagel kick for a while that's because we ordered a baker's dozen of bagels from brugers on doordash or grubhub or one of those and froze a whole bunch of them and they lasted us about a week yeah by the way if you're a a person like I was two weeks ago who has never frozen like a baker's dozen of bagels. <laughs> oh my God, big old game changer because they stay perfect. I forgot that we did this growing up, but we would order, you know, a dozen bagels growing up in New Jersey and freeze them. And then you take one out of the freezer, wrap it in a plain paper towel, dry paper towel, microwave it. I do it for about 45 seconds. It comes out piping hot, perfectly fresh, perfect texture. Yeah, they've just been, it's been absolutely phenomenal. We'll probably end up doing another Brugger's order. But basically I was like, oh, we've been doing a lot of baking, a lot of bread baking. Let's try to make bagels. Mm -hmm. So we used a recipe that 
Brian will link in the down bar. Um, but it was kind of like a New York style. <laughs> Trude uh, watches more YouTube than hey, she listens what's to up, podcasts. Game- what's up, gamers? <laughs> um, check out our, our affiliate links in the down bar. Uh, the uh, the links in our description will not be affiliate links. Nope. Um, uh, no, in the in the show notes. They're show notes for podcasts. In the in the in the doobly doo. In the text box. In the down bar. In the description. Check out down there. I'm pointing out, downward, but you can't see it because it's a podcast. Check out in the Seymour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> can you Seymour. tell that? Can you tell that it's been a while since it's we've done this? Yeah. So we were we were using a recipe for New York style bagels, and basically it was like a certain kind of dough, and then it rose, and then you'd portion it, and then it would rise again, and then you would form it into bagels. I think that the mixture that we were using, maybe it was just the humidity in the place that we live, but the dough ended up kind of being a little bit dry. Nope, it was not the humidity. It's because I effed up and didn't put enough water in. The recipe said, oh, just keep adding water until it kind of, I don't know, it becomes tacky-ish. I was like, oh, okay, sure. I'll add a little bit of water. I'll add a little bit of water. I'll add a little bit of water. And I thought I'd added enough water because the dough, we used a stand mixer instead of hand kneading it. And it wound up becoming uh, a big dough mass. So I just let it run for a while. And I thought that was good. Turns out when I portioned it into little dough balls, it was too flaky. It would not stick together. And it like the inside of the dough, there was no cohesive dough. It was just sheets and sheets of flour and water that didn't really cohese together, even though okay. I thought it did. So I didn't realize that that was what had happened. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, our dough was definitely a little too dry. We were trying to kind of like, we, we tried two different methods to turn them into bagels. We tried just kind of like flattening and then like putting our fingers through them to like shape it. And then I also tried um, a method that we saw in Munchies where like you kind of form the dough into a big long like tube and then you would kind of like just meld it together. But because the dough was so dry, that just like kind of didn't work for us. We will link the Babish video we used and the Munchies video we used in the show notes. This recipe took a lot of research, um, <laughs> but we basically ended up making half of our bagels a little bit have a hole, and half of them were just like- Maybe They were just flat pucks. Yeah, they were just pucks, because I was just kind of like, I don't really care if there's a hole in the middle, if I'm being 100% honest. And then, Truge, what did I do with the sea salt? Tell tell so our listeners what, how I effed up the sea salt. What I would have done, so full disclosure, Brian really made most of the bagels. I helped a little bit, but I was playing Animal Crossing, and then I came into the kitchen, and all of a sudden they were done. Um, so Brian didn't want my help. I um, wanted your help, but I didn't want to take you away from Animal Crossing. So what I would have done was sprinkle the salt directly on top of the bagels, but Brian did what he saw in the video where they were making everything bagels and they were like dunked into the everything seasoning. I filled a little shallow pie thing with sea salt and tossed the bagels in them a little bit. Yeah, it was too much. Um, we tried scraping some of it off after we realized I had screwed up. Well, here's what I'll say. Um this morning, what I did was I scraped off basically all of the salt because the salt had gotten into the bagel and it was like really, really good. It was still a little salty, but it was super, super good. We really like salt bagels. Um, so we wanted to make some plain, some salt. You boiled them, mm-hmm. then you added the salt, mm-hmm. um, maybe in a controversial way. Mm-hmm. And then they were baked and then they came out. And honestly, here's what I'll say. They didn't look right. No. But they tasted super, super good. They also didn't taste right, but they tasted good. They tasted more like um, what I would consider. So 
the outside wasn't like this, but the inside reminded me like um, pretzels that you would get like on a boardwalk. Yes. Uh, when you, turns out, newsflash, when you mix uh, flour, sugar, salt, and yeast and cook it some way, it's going to be pretty damn good. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> they're really good and we're going to eat all of them. But definitely there's some room for improvement. Mm-hmm. So I was on a phone call with my sister earlier. Um, my sister is also out of work right now because she was working on Broadway and now Broadway is no more. So she's been living at home with my parents because we live not too far from New York City. Um, And she definitely didn't want to be there right now. So she made bagels, actually, literally this morning without realizing that we were also making bagels. But the recipe that Ashley used was a Weight Watchers recipe that she found on Pinterest, which, like, you know, she didn't care about any of the like Weight Watchery kind of things, but it's a really simple recipe for bagels where you literally just, it's two ingredients. You use self-rising flour and Greek yogurt and you Whoa. mix it together oh. and it makes a bagel dough apparently. Is there any yeast in it? Does it rise? There's Does no it... yeast because of the Greek yogurt culture. Okay, we're trying this ne- for next week. Yeah, and also, well, okay, so, sorry, I actually misspoke. I'm not a scientist. Um, I think what actually makes it rise is the self-rising flour mm. because the self-rising flour, she used a dupe where like you just use flour with some baking soda in it. Yes, I've done that with biscuits before. So I guess technically it's like a soda bread. But she said they were super, super good, and they were not unlike bagels. Heck yeah. So I actually would really love to try that. Yeah, um, let's definitely try it. We'll need to get our hands on some Greek yogurt. I but... think we have some. We have a little, and I don't know if it's ours, but it's been in our fridge for a while. And it's I... definitely ours, and it's definitely expired, oh, and we should it. throw it out. Okay, well, we'll, we'll check the expiration <laughs> date. But yeah, I'm excited to try that next. Um, please tweet at us if you've ever made bagels before, because the thing that... I am doing now to be the most proactive is making sure that anything we can make ourselves, we're doing. I feel like at heart, if I was living my life exactly the way I wanted to and money was no object, I really feel like I would want to do like some homesteading. Like I would want to live in in a house and like have a farm and like pickle all of our food. We also, we made pickles. That was really, really good. (laughs) Yes. We pickled onions. We pickled, you know, cucumbers. We made spicy boys and non-spicy boys. And we also pickled a bunch of sweet peppers because I love putting pickled sweet peppers on sandwiches. And it's just been a laugh riot. Great time. Yeah. We've been coping in as many ways as we possibly can. It's been very interesting to have as much time as I've had being unemployed during all of this, while I was working from home when I was employed with my you know previous employer, I still managed to have a ton of time to cook and clean. The house has been really clean lately and the kitchen's been very clean. And even now without that work, I'm still pretty proactive in doing those chores. Not dissimilar from Animal Crossing chores, where my favorite thing to do in the game is to collect resources and craft and just kind of monotonously go around the island catching fish and catching bugs and listening to a podcast. It's very similar to the way I will, you know, do laundry, do dishes while listening to a podcast. And trying to focus on those kinds of things as much as possible has really helped me uh, focus and channel my horrible anxiety into something a little bit more proactive and productive. Yeah, it's been a totally horrifying time. I don't want to spend too, too, too much of this podcast talking about it because chances are you're listening to this podcast because you'd like to escape from that. Things have been weird. 
I think it's been hard for me and Brian to record not only because of what we've had going on, but because we really don't know what people want to listen to Mm -hmm. and what they want to consume right now. So would really appreciate your feedback on that. The other thing we would like from all of you, if you are so inclined, is to send us your audio clips of your new breakfast routines. I'm sure a lot of us have been thrown into new routines thanks to COVID-19, and we would like to hear from you what your routine is in an audio clip. If you'd like to send us something, feel free to email it to us at mostimportantmealpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you send it to us and would like us to include it in uh, next week's show, feel free to send it on there. Yeah, I think we would really love to just like talk about different routines that people are having because the only routines we can really talk about are the routines that we have had, yes. and that's two of them. Um, <laughs> One and a half, kind of, because our routines are so similar. But yeah, we'd love to hear from you what you're doing, what's really been working for you, um, especially if it has like a slant of like not using that many resources and like using what you have like in the pantry and not going out um, and staying safe. If you don't have to go out of your house to. Uh, uh, collect wood around your island or your native fruit, minus cherries. Uh, I We highly recommend that you stay inside and craft using only what you have in storage. Uh, there is one last bit of homework that I have for us, Truge. I'm springing this on you last minute. What? I forgot that a few weeks ago we got two big things of Eggos. <gasps> That's true. I found them in the freezer this morning. We're going to do some ego experiments <gasps> in the next week and release, uh, include next week's show. Uh, what fun stuff we have done with egos this week. Wow. I'm excited about this. I'm excited to 51st date style make a different house out of waffles every day and have you come up to me and have me not remember who you are. You do that anyway, even without the waffles. It's a fun game we play when I say, oh, hey, Truge, how's it going? And you're like, who are you? And then we spend the next five minutes being like, no, Truge, it's me, your boyfriend, your partner, Brian. My boyfriend's going to be here any minute. You no, better it's me. get out of here. Truge, it's me. It's me. I'm your boyfriend. 